The following is a production of Different Brains. Visit us at differentbrains.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Hackey Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. And today we've got the people from this great organization, Spectrum Works. And we're going to hear all about it. And we're going to start out with Jessica and Herag introducing yourselves. All right. Thank you, Hacky. Thanks for having us here. We're so excited to join this podcast. My name is Jessica Lee, um, and I'm one of the co-founders of the Spectrum Works. And my name is Herag Salablian. I'm a co-founder as well of the Spectrum Works. Uh, I'm a consultant, but this is a venture that we've started and we're working together on it and really excited to see it moving forward. All right, tell our audience what it is that you and your organization do. So the Spectrum Works, our mission is to transition gifted individuals on the autism spectrum into employment, um, meaningful employment and jobs at corporations across the United States. And um, you know, the purpose of this is that when you look at the unemployment rate, it's at 80%, which is in increasingly high. Um, and as, you know, many people know and other guests you've had on the podcast, individuals on the spectrum have so many uh, abilities and talents that corporations can really leverage and uh, bring tremendous value um, to the workplace. And we want to be that bridge to help um, transition individuals on the spectrum into corporations by approaching and partnering with corporations to do this. How do you build these bridges? How do you go about it? Yeah, so our focus is, you know, we're very corporate focused. We're starting with the corporation first. And just like you said, helping them understand the value of neurodiversity. I mean, we'll tap into the social consciousness of the corporation, work with HR and the diversity and inclusion departments, but ultimately we want to uh, explain to the, the organization, the company that, hey, listen, this is an untapped resource pool that if we do the right matching, find the right individuals and find the right accommodations and do this right, you will gain a lot of benefits uh, and they will bring to the table certain attributes and skills that your neurotypical workforce may not have. So we are balancing uh, being a social conscious company, yet this is just a good business decision. All right, so now let's say we have one in our audience. One of our audience is either a neurodiverse individual themselves or a parent or a friend or family. And they go, gee, you know, he or she has special gifts. What do I do? Do I just get in touch with, Spectrum works, or how, how do I go about it? They can reach out to us, uh, info at thespectrumworks.org, um, and we would gladly speak to them and start, uh, you know, what we're doing is kind of on both ends, trying to build partnerships with corporations, that's where we start, but we're also trying to build a portfolio of potential clients who we can help transition and, and match to these corporations um, and to these jobs. One of the things that we are doing is um, speaking with many autism experts about 
you know, which jobs may be the best fit to start with in corporations. We truly believe that individuals on the spectrum are capable of all types of jobs. Um, but as, you know, another colleague has said, there's some low-hanging fruit at corporations. Um, you talked about SAP and Microsoft. It's been proven in the tech space. But there's so many other jobs that could be a great fit in accounting, in um, graphic design. There's so many different skill sets and abilities. And so we're really trying to hone in on where we start. Um, but we absolutely love to talk to individuals who are on the spectrum and their family members to learn more about their experience, to really make sure that we're tailoring this fit to their fit also. And I think that discussion is very appropriate, Haki, because we're not like maybe other autism organizations that have a set of individuals that they're supporting and then ultimately trying to find employment. We're just working with the corporations, finding the jobs, and then we're hoping to leverage our network of the autism community to find our resources. So we are, we, that's, that's why a podcast like this is very helpful. So we wanna expand that network as much as possible as we find, start finding more jobs that we would be able to find more candidates to make available to the corporation. So that's how we plan on doing it. Where do you draw the line, if there is a line, on the various gifts and talents that you, you're talking to the corporations about? For instance, I once was given a talk at FAU, Florida Atlantic University, to a couple of hundred people, and I was shown a slide of um, rising tide car wash down here, which is a, a car wash franchise that got started by a parent and son whose other son is on the autism spectrum. And they only hire autistic individuals. And I've taken my truck there and they do a great job. One woman raised her hand and said, my son is gonna interview with Microsoft. I think that washing cars is beneath our our kids. And that's when I show a picture of my parents' gas station in Jersey City where my, my mother used to pump gas and my father was the mechanic. And there is a spectrum here. And how do you address that? And what are the types of corporations? Is it to a layperson might think, oh, it's just all technology, but give us, an, give us some insight into the corporations you're dealing with. Yeah, I think we're, 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 what we say is we're trying to expand, expand the spectrum of works uh, of jobs available on, on, for people on the spectrum, right? So there's definitely a lot of organizations trying to find blue collar work, which is great. That's needed. Maybe another uh, thing we've seen recently is uh, entities that start that just hire autistic adults. Our goal is to really push that spectrum to corporate white collar jobs, fully integrated. Right, so that's that's kind of what we're thinking, and, and this is not that one is better than the other. We believe there should be different models, and the people on the spectrum should have choices. We're just adding another choice. We're not competing with other models. We're supplementing the other models, and hopefully, some of the people can navigate between these models, right? And as as we provide choices, so our focus is corporations, white collar work. That means any corporation. So we're not limiting to tech, technical companies. And so we're trying to understand or uh, research what jobs may work in a general corporation so we can help the corporation identify the right departments and the jobs that may be available to them. So, And thus Spectrum Works truly gives the message of inclusivity, 
We're talking about mainstreaming where you can fit and having the corporations understand, yeah, if we give a little bit of accommodation here, you're going to have a great employee, a loyal employee who's going to do a great job for you. It's been really inspiring and encouraging to see is at other corporations where they have started to do this, that what the quote unquote accommodations for the individual on the spectrum is actually good for everybody. It's made managers better managers because they're, you know, managing to the individual needs of their employees. And that's better for every employee that steps into a job. Um, so you really see that the benefits to the business far outweigh, I mean, first of all, that they're a good fit for the job. They have the skills and abilities and even may have be better at a certain job, um, but also that it raises the culture of the company and it improves so many other processes in the organization as well. So this is a true business value decision. That's great. And do you go in and educate the managers in the company? That is one of the key, right? So in addition to helping the corporations understand the value of neurodiversity, we, are, we, we want to educate the organization at multiple levels, right? There may be different education programs that you may need for HR departments. There are certain things they, they need to understand, but we definitely want to help with the, the organization, the department, maybe even the coworkers, right? If we're going to place someone, we may want to provide education training to the coworkers to help them understand what is autism, what some of the things that they may have to do to be able to handle maybe some of the accommodations, right? So to understand why we're even doing accommodations. And so the, the idea of disclosure becomes an, an, I know this is an interesting topic in the autism community, but I think our model kind of assumes disclosure because those are the things we would love to do, right? We would love to, make sure that we have an open environment and we make sure that we, our goal is really to create an environment in the corporation that once the individual comes in, they will be successful. So education is definitely a key part of that. Can you take us through the whole process from the first step to the last step that your company does with the employer? The first step we do is... Um, First, we seek out corporations, and so far, it's just been from networking, um, from word of mouth, um, friends that we've met. Um, so we start with corporations, uh, and you know we're calling them internal champions. So individuals who are meeting at corporations, when we share with them about what we're doing, they say, "Hey, I think our company could be a great fit for this." And we tend to see this in corporations that have diversity and inclusion initiatives where they're already working in the workplace to build more equity. Um, and so that's a great launching pad for us. So we go, we talk to corporations um, and we meet with those internal champions and they may also bring in someone from HR or um, there are some companies that have diversity and inclusion officers and we'll have a meeting with them, share with them about what we're doing, why this is important, um, and from there, talk about, okay, you know, which jobs may be a good fit in your corporation for somebody who's on this spectrum. Here's a lot of the abilities that they have um, at a high level, generally, and sit with them to really brainstorm which jobs may be the best fit. And from there, we move into actual talking about, okay, if we have a job that we want to hire for, 
um, how would we make accommodations even in the interview process? Because a lot of times what we're seeing and hearing is that that's one of the most challenging pieces. Interview processes today are set up to gauge so much of the social interactions and cultural fit, which is important, but interviews processes should also really be focused on do, does this individual have the skills and the abilities to do the job, not just the social aspects of it. So how can we make accommodations in the interview process? Um, and then from there, putting placing them into the job, what workplace accommodations they may need. Um, we really are going to look to rely on our partners in the autism community to help with you know, the other surrounding services for an individual, such as you know, independent living and housing and transportation, coaching, job coaching, that there are so many services out there already, uh, and we're in California, so they're the regional centers, and there's a lot of resources on that end, and we, we really look to partner with people to help provide those wraparound services. But for us, placing someone in a job is not enough. We really care about sustained employment, so really evaluating, helping that person to navigate what they may need to in the workplace, but also partnering with the manager um, in the corporations to help them to know, you know, to be a coach and a support to them on an ongoing basis as well. So, so we're definitely obviously very corporate focused, really enabling the corporations to be neurodiverse. Yet we, it's not just pure consulting and helping them figure this out, but really be hands-on and help them hire and go through the whole process and, and, and providing ongoing support. And so your job does not end when the job is achieved. You're, you stay right on the case. And we want to make sure that programs are set up correctly in the workplace um, to really help foster this person's success, um, which again, we think helps everybody in the corporation, not just that individual. Yeah, another idea that's been coming is you know, develop a career path of the individual within the corporation, right? You may not get them at the right level, start them at an entry level, maybe a blue collar level, but stay on top of that and work with the corporation and say, hey, we want this individual to move up the chain, right? To, to the level where they need to be. So the ongoing support is also that, to make sure that they're in the right uh, level of, of job that they deserve. What's the biggest roadblock that you're hitting? One is really being able to change perceptions about what is autism and what that may look like for an employer. Um, but I think that educating is the biggest key to that and raising awareness. I think people have certain stigmas that they may attach or that are false. And it's really being able to talk about those things um, in an honest and open manner. Um, I think that's one barrier that we face. Yeah, and that is a changing perception. Right. I mean, changing perceptions is not an easy thing. You really have to address it and it takes a long time. So I think our venture requires patience and time and it's not an easy thing, right? So that people have to understand that. And, and we, we understand that. Is it only autism? We're starting with autism. But obviously, this can lead to other areas, right? Uh, any you know areas that are kind of similar to autism that have, have also been discriminated. Against. Well, plus nothing occurs in isolation anyhow. So you're, and we don't want to be black and white, right? Only white colors. So if a corporation has some blue color work that fits, hey, we'll do that as well, right? We're just trying to stretch the 
spectrum and you know, challenge the models here, but uh, yeah, we don't want to be narrow-minded here. What's the biggest misconception um, that you run into? I, I know we have to change perceptions and everything, but is there any one big misconception out there that somebody like me might not know about? I, I think it's, uh, you know, as a manager, you're saying, oh, this is great, and the, good idea, this may, it sounds good on paper, but if I hire this on individual with autism, there's a lot of uh, baggage that comes with that. I'm, it's a headache for me, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to have to deal with that, right? That's the perception, I think, that whether it's articulated or people have internally that they will say, hmm, yeah, th this, is, this is too much work for me. I already have a hard time managing my organization, my departments, my team, and I just don't need this as well. But I think that's the perception to, 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 to overcome and to say, no, not necessarily. If we do the right matching, the right individuals and the right job, and we've done the right accommodation, it should not be a headache. And you're getting the proper support from your partners in the community. Exactly, exactly. Right, it will be a support for them. Yeah. And actually, I think once we start to talk about it, they start to realize, these managers start to realize and have this aha moment of actually, I have to manage to my individual employees already, right? Yeah, exactly. There are already some employees that you, um, you, you see them in an interview process, and you said, wow, they interviewed so well, but now that they're in the job, like they're completely different or, you know, there's other things that they need and more that I have to do as a manager for that employee, not any different here. And actually even better that in the interview process with our candidates, you're going to, you're going to get what you see. Yeah. You're, you know, there, there's no hiding um, because they're blunt. And, and that's actually very refreshing, I think, personally. Um, so I think it's having this conversation to start to give new perspective. What can people in our audience do to help you and your organization achieve your mission? Well, I mean, I think what we said earlier, we definitely need a strong network, right? We're not going to do everything. If they're, for example, supporting the uh, you know, workforce readiness training and so forth or coaching, we don't want to recreate the wheel here, right? If there is already something being done for the individuals, we definitely want to focus on the corporation. So I think building our network, having good relationships with the autism community and other organizations that we're going to have to rely on, I think is key. And hopefully, you know, a podcast like this is very helpful. So we are definitely looking to uh, have a strong network because if we find, let's say, a job at a corporation and there's several jobs and then and we don't have candidates, so okay, then that's that, that's a failure. So we're we're counting on if we build a day, will come, right? If you find the jobs, the, the the resources will be there, right? So, so those types of things, I think we're gonna have to rely on the autism community. And are you at this point in time in your development of your company? Is it more local than national? We're starting in Southern California and the West Coast, but you know we're open to all around the U.S., around the world, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I we are we, starting here. Yeah, we did it geographically because it does require a strong network, right? We, yeah. we need to build a relationship with the autism community. Yeah, you can do it at the national level, but we feel like it's, it's better at a regional level, and Southern California is a pretty big region, right? Yeah. So I think the expansion I foresee being 
regionalized expansion, right? So we wouldn't become a national organization, but we would replicate this at other regions, right? And do the same thing there, right? And kind of help with that, right? Because I do think that regional feel of getting your resources through the different organizations and the support structure and creating that network is, is essential. How can our audience find out more about you? Well, you can find us on our website, thespectrumworks.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as The Spectrum Works. Now, is there anything we haven't covered today um, that uh, you guys would like to cover? I think maybe share where we are, right? We're a new organization. We're doing this part-time. So we've been you know, trying to find time and we're consultants in our day jobs. And uh, we're, we're working with several corporations now piloting our model, making sure that we get a better understanding of how this works. But also at the same time, we're trying to do our funding so we can actually do this more on a full-time basis. We've come to the conclusion that this is not something that that will be sustained on a part-time basis. So within, in 2019, we're hoping to transition to more full-time, at least one of us, maybe a couple of us, uh, to be able to really make progress, right? Uh, this slow start was really by design to make sure that we get our vision right, we get our approach done right, we you know, really understand from the autism community what's the needs and how we do go about it. But we feel confident now that our pilots are Moving forward, we're hoping in 19, we will actually have several successes and we will build on top of that and actually kind of go into full operational mode in a year or two, right? That where we're doing this in a much more rapid pace. Great. To that, to that, we also need individuals who would be willing to partner with us and invest in us um, by donating to help us be able to transition to this work full time. Well, Jessica and Herog, it's been a pleasure speaking to you again. Thanks again uh, for all that you're doing and keep up the great work. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Thanks for having us. Different Brains, Inc. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.org.